urging uh, everyone to cooperate, stay off the streets. Uh, it's anticipated that the curfew will be put into effect uh, tomorrow night. I think that uh, the law enforcement people, uh, fire personnel, the National Guard, Sheriff's Department, and all of the others who are joining in a coordinated effort are going to be able to keep this situation under control. I don't know if you can, but can you get an order for ONS, that's O-N-S, Junior Market, the address is 
Rail Radio, a call in now, a 646-929-1480. Now your host, Anti-Crisis 73 and Cap Dalek. How are you tonight, man? A Tuesday night. Uh, we like to, you know, we like to switch it up, keep people on their toes. And um, I thought uh, I thought tonight would be a poignant night to do a show. Um, and thanks for the flexibility. Great to hear from you. How are you doing in in your beautiful state? I'm doing pretty well. Uh, uh, I was just watching a little bit of a podcast just a little bit ago. So say that again. I was doing. Uh, I was listening to a podcast. Nice. Which one? You listen to a lot of good podcasts. New Radical Agenda. It was the excerpt oh, from yeah. uh, Christopher Cantwell. You know, it's formerly oh. known as some garbage podcast, and uh, uh, he does have his lines open, so maybe we can call him in in just a little bit, so then we can have a little bit of fun. Yeah, that would be awesome, and uh, I, I'm hoping uh, the Java Booter, the J Bad, calls in. Uh, and uh you already did right on awesome um the the man is punctual and uh if uh if the listeners out there are wondering if I invited Jvab on tonight uh not only cuz I love him dearly but because he's the only confirmed black guy I know on Twitter um you're correct <laughs> but that that's a joke um but I'm really happy to have Jvab on and we're going to try to uh, have some fun um, and at the same time, uh, vent a little bit about this Baltimore thing, about the police thing, um, and, uh, you know, maybe try to, you know, hear some different sides of, of, uh, of the coin. Uh, JVAB, welcome to Third Rail Radio, man. Oh, thank you very much, David. Thank you very much. And, um, how are you guys doing out there tonight? 
Well, I'm doing well, man. Um, I'm in in the mountains. Um, I was uh, I was was heading down to D.C. Um, yesterday, but uh, things got delayed a little bit until Friday. So uh, I'll be down in that neck of the woods near Baltimore. But uh, you know, I'm uh, I'm doing well up here. How are you doing tonight, man? Thanks for joining us. Oh, oh, anytime, brother. Anytime, man. Oh, I'm doing. I'm doing okay tonight, man. I'm doing I'm I'm doing okay. I'm just sitting here, I'm reflecting on all of the things that's been going on. I'm reflecting on um the situation as as Jay being a um a, a colored person that lives in America, um you know, it's like it's it's crazy. It's like I'm sitting here and I'm watching all of these videos and these news clips and so forth and I wonder to myself, like, hey, this type of crazy shit could happen to me, like 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 this is the type of stuff that that it could happen to any black person in America, male or female. Like it, it's just crazy. But other than that, brother, you know I'm here. I'm just in with the show, and we're gonna do what it does. Right on. Yeah, and it is. I mean, it is. Uh, this is like becoming sort of a, I don't know, a, a monthly or sort of every six week. Uh, it seems like Alec and I um, are doing a show about about. Uh, some a police uh, a case of police brutality, um, and we've covered uh, you know victims who are both black and white. Um, obviously, the overwhelming majority of them are black, um, and uh, you know I think that um, it, you know personally I think that this thing this uh, has been a long time coming. Um, I think it's inevitable. Um, there is uh uh you cannot reestablish or uh, or establish equilibrium um without uh sacrifice and without a, a a chunk of skin um property damage means absolutely nothing to me it seems the martyr of this whole thing um has all of a sudden become a CVS uh drugstore first of all they stopped, first of all stop selling cigarettes that's another crazy thing too Everyone is out there on the news, and everyone is worried about property damage and, and the stores and the streets. I'm mean, like, come on, these people. First of all, this is this is Baltimore. You talk about like like. At first, I thought I thought when he was turning it up, you know, in New York, I thought New York was going to be the first one to to fight back. But the stuff that happened with the cops, like with the dude who shot the two officers or whatever, that's like in a total different class. But yet, still related. It still has some form of relation of of this police hatred, and some dudes got mad and, and, and went and gave the cops some form of reprisal for all of the like killing they've been opposing on the black people of America. But um, this was oh, um, Baltimore. This is hello. Yeah, yeah. This, uh, radio show. Shaq, welcome to the show. Yo, what's up, man? What's up? What are you doing? Uh, we're having a, a little roundtable discussion about Baltimore. JVAB was uh, was was filling us in on his opening opinions about it. Um, you know, and uh, uh, thanks for joining us, Shaq. Yeah, no problem, man. But my thing is, as I said before, no guy that die, he's a, he, he he's a human being like everybody else, man. But 
everybody going moaning, grieve, and all that shit, but that doesn't give you a right, right for Baltimore uh, to destroy people's personal property. It's number one. Hey, yo. Shaq, I love you, brother. Shaq, but, but this, this is what I'm saying, though, Shaq. You as a person of color, this can happen to you. Like, this this is what I'm trying to, like, emphasize. This is what all these protests and, and all of these ministers and mothers that, that lost their sons and, and family members to the police brutality, this can happen to you, brother. But what I'm saying is they, they have the right. They have the right to go insane. Come on, brother. Think about it. You've been, you've been terrorized. Yes. Yeah, listen, man. I'm not saying they don't, they don't have the right to voice your opinion and protest, but come on, destroying their like people, personal property, innocent people that don't have anything to do with it, man, destroying their property. Like, how would you feel if you got a business place, right? And you have nothing to do with whatever going on. And you know that business place is the one that's bringing food in the table. And you go to work next year and see the everything to do with what's going on because you're in the community. You're in this community full of black people. You're the white person who owns the store. First of all, you're making money from the blacks in the community. So the person that has the store in the community is not concerned about black people. Fuck that. Burn your shit down. Burn that nigga shit down. Like, no, 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 no. I think I'm, more shot. I mean, I'm not, it's, it's really getting in Listen. I'm not saying they don't have the right to do whatever they want to, but I'm saying, like, that's people's personal property. Some of those people don't have anything to do with it, you know? As I was saying. So that that doesn't make any sense for them to destroy people's stuff, man. They they could mourn and do whatever they want to do to fuck to the Pope or don't really give her access or everything like that. I'm saying. Personal stores, like personal property and, and all that shit. Have, what, is, what the hell is this store doing to them? Nothing. People are bent up under the tyranny and oppression from police under generations. This is this is like the most popular black place in America. They have more black politicians in that damn area than any other fucking place in America. This Man, is, fucking mayor's black. Let me offer this. Let me offer this because you you're a business owner, so. You come you come to this with a certain perspective, um, and and I can I can certainly respect that perspective, and um, uh, you know, but at the same time, you know that we're, we're we're taught, you know, I think that that what we're taught um, as as we come up as youngsters is is the moment you see something confrontational or violent. Um, that, that you know you're taught it's 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 automatically bad. Um, I you know as a business owner I, I don't know if you live in the neighborhood where your business is, but I don't you know I don't know if you've been to West Baltimore or East Baltimore, but I I I think that there's a certain um, there's a certain um, assignment that that the press and the general public gives. Um, to these individuals who are protesting slash rioting by saying this is your neighborhood. If you look around, these neighborhoods are not neighborhoods. These are gutted, burnt out, you know, unlivable. The new guys didn't even think they were in America. They couldn't believe the neighborhood that, that they've been in. Turkey, Baltimore, you know. So so I, I, I think that, the, you know, it, it, 
it's almost like saying this is your assigned socioeconomic neighborhood and you're burning it down. But, but, but people who grow up there and they look around and their sister, you know, has been, has, has been raped and, you know, their uncle is dead and, you know, three of their boys are dead and they look around and they say, what the fuck are you talking about? This is my neighborhood. Fuck you. You come live in this neighborhood and I'll live in your neighborhood. I won't burn down your neighborhood. What am I burning down here? A CVS where they pay, a, you know, under minimum wage and now though everything has become about this fucking CVS? Like, that's crazy. Like, that's the heart of a neighborhood, commercial entity like that. Like, it, it, you know, what, you know, if they're going to talk about anything, talk about the senior center at the church, at the Southern Baptist Church that was burnt down. I understand you know. all that. I understand all that. Because, but my my thing is, as I was saying, I remember when they had a riot. I think it was in 1969 around that time. They have all that. You know? I'm just saying, brother, it's a war zone. Baltimore is a war zone from since the early night, but from since the mid 80s, early 90s. Drug dealers out there is, is, is scared. They got they got motherfuckers killing each other left and right. They just needed a reason to release this, this frustration and vent of, of of generations of poverty and this fear and police brutality. Like like I was saying before, I actually thought that New York would have been the state that that would actually stand up, but New York is pussy. And I would say that because why? When Giuliani's office, Giuliani took away your, your right to get a big soda, an extra large soda. He took away your right to smoke cigarettes in the public. No one argued. Everyone put their head down. He takes away everyone's rights, and no one freaking spoke against Giuliani. Then Delacio came in, and if it wasn't because he, his son is, is half black, that's the only reason why the man put a stop to the um to, to that stop and frisk. These dudes are just hopping out, stopping and frisking random blacks, abusing them. And it's because his son is half black, he realized this shit could happen to my son. My son could be walking down to Manhattan somewhere, and he could have been a, a victim of stopping first. So that's the reason why the mayor of New York at this point in time nullified that law. Like, think about it. New York ain't shit. But the dudes down in Ferguson, I, I give them dudes all the love for standing up for, for holding the ground. Like enough of this bullshit. Now you guys went and you did it in a in an area that you know these people are waiting. They they like a fucking hand grenade, just waiting to be triggered the fuck off. And but no, okay. you know what they were doing? No, right now the laws is going to change. They bring in national guards, private security acts is going to be implemented. This is the type of shit I was been telling people about that's going to happen in Baltimore. It's going to be rocking DC. No one was understanding where Jay's getting his info from. These are the type of shit I've been forewarning and foretelling of people. Now it's going to happen. Now in the next six, seven months, the laws is going to change. People, it, this is this is this is like a CIA great fucking laughter. Where's the okay. no, Where these people that are supposed to come in and help and put a stop to this? No one. Think yo, about it. I, as I said, yo, Jay, listen, man. War is never going to stop. Everywhere you got war, you know what I'm saying? The National Guard's coming and all that shit, throwing grenades at people. My thing is, yo, if I was in that situation, I'd be mad. I'd be ready to be upset. I understand, but 
Like, if somebody destroys my personal property, like my car, my truck, or my fucking store, I'm going to be pissed. Because that doesn't, that, yeah, that's the solution on my money. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got no personal property. Right. As black people, these niggas been suffering, living in gutted out houses, abandoned buildings. Freaking, these niggas is living in a situation where they don't have no property. They're not looking at it like they're destroying their property. Yeah, they're man. looking at it as they're rebelling and, and releasing their, their, their aggression. Yeah, they're, burning, they're burning their prison. They're burning yeah. the, you know, the, 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 the tenement that, that holds them down. That, I mean... To, to make a big claim about property destruction when property is worth fucking, you know, $80 a month for a, a two-bedroom apartment and you can buy a, 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 a brownstone for 65000 you know, that's not, that's not property. Who cares if it burns? You know, and what, what, and another thing to like all the, all the, you know, uh, white radicals out there who, who, who get all, you know, upset about property damage and, oh, man, they ruined this and they ruined that. What the fuck do you think revolution will look like? Black, white, Chinese, Mexican, whatever it is. The power elite are not going to wake up one morning and acquiesce power uh, uh, to us both. That's not the way it works. It never has. Not once in the history of mankind has power being relinquished without bloodshed. From a vertical hierarchy, it never happens. So, like, if you if you preach about revolution, like this is what it looks like. There's going to be shit burning. There's going to be people hurt. There's going to be blood. There's going to be people taking advantage of it. It's going to be grim. It's going to be ugly. If you want to just chill and smoke weed and and be easy, then do that. But you can't have it both ways. I I rather chill and smoke weed, man. You no, know, I mean I get my remorse and everything, but that's it. Sometimes I regret coming to New York City. When I, when I'm in Jamaica, I look like a fucking king, man. I ain't got to worry about shit. Here, I busted my ass for what? Also, these fucking police, they need to do better, cause because it gives them a fucking badge and a gun, they abuse their fucking privileges. That shit I fucking hit about New York City, you know what I'm saying? I shit Becoming a police officer is so simple for a governmental job that the the minimum requirement is a GED. You can get a, you can become a cop just by having your GED, nigga. Now think about how many retarded niggas think that as police right now. Think about it. Yeah, cause right now that, that everybody it's like you don't have that many people in the police force. I think you have about yes, you have about thirty thousand police, man. You know what I'm saying? Anybody want to join this shit no more? Like, all this shit, I don't know, bro. Nah. Like, but, but this is the thing. Two summers ago, they was turning it up. Three summers ago, they was turning it up. This is the fourth summer. Summer, summer is not even here yet. And they did give us our first victim. Now, when we sit in here and we talk about how the police are so crazy, first of all, let's, let's get into the manner on how this man died. Fine, 80% of this man's spinal column was covered. Now, do you know what type of pain is that, my dude? That's like, that's like someone impaling you. That's like someone taking a stick, ramming it up your ass, and putting the other end out your mouth. Um, can I just say something? The matter of, 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 of what, how the man, first of all, the man was hospitalized April 12th. By April 19th, the man died. 
God rest his soul, Freddie Gray and all. But it's crazy in the manner of how he died. And the cover-up, and, and, and the police, the Tennessee brothers, and the governors, and everyone calling it the little mob, when we as, as, as citizens or we as people that live in this country have to understand, it can happen in you, bro. This, this is why I'm emphasizing this shit so hard. These people need to stop. They need to have some form of reform going within this, this, this police freaking structure because right now, after this, it's going to be so militarized. The cops is going to be so more aggressive. It's going to have, the, the, the tension is just going to be freaking off the meters. And I don't know if the powers to be is just sitting back, looking at the situation, laughing, writing the statistics on what's going on, figuring out ways on how to get even to make it worse on the next go around. I don't know these things. But we as regular people that are sitting down and watching it on our television, watching it on the Internet, we need to understand is either we going to get up and partake into this or just sit on the side. And for the ones that's partaking and that's trying to have a change, as Antichrist keeps saying, there's going to be some form of bloodshed. You have to have a great sacrifice in order for, for you guys to have some form of great achievement. In every form and every point in history, from the changing of power structures, they always had to have some form of great loss. I'm just saying, man, for everyone that's out there that's getting ready to stand up and take action, stand your ground, hold yours as, as, as a human being, not just as a citizen of the country or of the state, as a freaking human. Just be careful, man. Just keep doing your thing, man. Eventually, this shit got to stop, man. It, it's got to. And, and, you know, at, well said, Jay. Thank you. And, uh, you know, and I think that, that if anything stops this this uh, money this money machine, um, you know, I mean, America's a brand, right? It's uh, it's it's a marketing um, uh, juggernaut, and um, you know, be, being at the center of of repeated, um, you know, big city urban um, police anti police protests, and then the counter police violence, um, and becoming sort of the the poster child for. Uh, police oppression it's it's not good for the brand um and people you know people who are invested like soros and uh you know buffett um and and the other the other uh one percenters uh, you know they'll take notice of of um of, of this in in baltimore um and one of the only things yeah, I'm in the country, brother, but they're going to have to. Because speaking about Soros and all these other guys, and Monsanto and all of these big names, right? Now, these dudes are in other countries dictating to them and telling these people, you cannot gather rainwater. Now, if if you as a if you as as a human being is that is that powerful, and you need to the point where you have so much power that you're telling people how to gather water to live. What the fuck? How the hell are we living in this? No wonder why this shit is going on in Baltimore and everyone is just flipping their station and no one is like, yo, it's either you're lost or you're going to help. But the ones that stand on one side, please just don't stand on the side and become a heckler. That's just the worst thing you could be, a passive-aggressive person. Like, come on. 
Oh, exactly. I mean, right, like uh, in, in Dante's Inferno, the the eleventh rung of hell is is uh, reserved for for those who stood by and and watched in 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 complacency. Um, and uh, Dr. King, you know, of course, said that uh, right. uh, you know, only the only thing worse than than uh, than than those who do the action is those who stood by and watched and did nothing. Um, Exactly. You know, there's um, there's no doubt about it. Go ahead, Dalek. I just want to say um, about the whole violent, you know, kind of revolution thing, I would like to say a little bit about that. You know, there is a very interesting symbiotic relationship, uh, you know, like within uh, Martin Luther King or uh, Malcolm X. You know, Malcolm X used violence to get his way, and also Martin Luther King <laughs> kind of used his way, and it just kind of had this symbiotic relationship, even with both sides disagreeing with each other and saying that we shouldn't do it, that we should not use peace. It, what's happening within that is that you basically have to use violence to outweigh, you know, just to give in and give people for peace. It's not a really hard ideal, I mean, not hard understanding. Yeah, right on. I'm with you. Well, yeah, I, I, I mean, well, here's the thing. I think there are there are those, um, you know, in whatever, uh, 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 you know, civil uprising there may be who are opportunists um, and are uh, motivated. Um, by a different yeah. agenda, but by those who have genuine frustration and outrage, and and you know, uh, you know, feel um, the weight of their situation and have had enough. And then there, you know, there are those who who take advantage of any of any chaos. But nobody does that better than our government, right? Exactly. And definitely, because because as as Ancap was saying about the two sides was was trying to strive for the same cause, but they had differences. And it was, you know, like one side was, uh, let's let's turn the other cheek, and the other side is like, no, let's pick up the gun. You see, the thing with Malcolm was, by any means necessary of defending yourself or fighting for your rights as a human, basically you have to do anything that's necessary. That's what that terminology really breaks down to, for for your right as a human being, the 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 the, the basic living standards, the the fucking basic ways of life, it's 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 a right for you to have. Like this shit is given to you coming out the womb, yeah. and if there's those that taking it away from you, you, you by any means necessary, you have to protect that. You have to fight for that. But like I keep telling everyone, there's there's a common error for for each movement to have a different ways and a different form, and the light of the, the, the red dot Indians in the Hindu freaking aspect, when Mahatma Gandhi and his people was doing it, he was doing it more on, I'm here to turn the other cheek. Because at that point in time in history, that was the wave and that was the form of, of some form of revolt against the tyranny and, and you being subjugated. You was, you was having sit-downs, you was having these peaceful type movements at that point in the, in the era. Further we go along True. and more and more society gets more and more crazier and, and people, this this is stuff that we would say, okay, the last generation wouldn't do it, but this generation would. That's what it's coming down to. So eventually the revolutions and the movement is going to have to, it, the form of it and the change of it have to be a little more aggressive. It's, go, it's going to be. 
Yeah, exactly. And um, one more thing about that, I mean, with uh, uh, with my Gandhi and stuff, I mean, remember that they also had another flip of the coin where people actually used violence in order to get their own ways. Mm. Can you give an example? Well, uh, um, there were some people that actually did it. I don't know exactly, but... I remember a few people who were actually using violence to get their ways uh, within, you know, uh, uh, Indian... Uh, yeah, like, Indian like, independent. like Dr. King, uh, Gandhi had his counterpart, had, you know, the, the yank to his yank. Um, and I, I can't recall his name right now, um, uh, but he, you know, he was uh, like a, a Sikh revolutionary from like the mountains, um, and uh, arguably, arguably from a from a strategic and a military standpoint, did more to drive out um, uh, the British than Gandhi did. But it's the combination of of, of the turning of the cultural um, uh, opinion on the brand of the country in which they live, right? Like all of a sudden uh, British people um, uh, decided that it was unbecoming um, to oppress a people like this and, and, and um, you know, short videos of, of the oppression and the brutality um, got out in British culture and all of a sudden, uh, you know, the powers that be realized that, that uh, you know, being the colonial rulers of, of India whose natural resources they had already generated billions and billions of dollars from was no longer uh, a good financial endeavor, and so they pulled out. Um, but it is it is the combination. Sorry, I tangented in there for a moment. Um, uh, but it is the combination. Um, but, I, you know, I think times are, are different today, um, and... Uh, you know, I, Jay. I mean, Jay's premise of, you know, th- th- as far as being a black guy in America, like that. I mean, come on. Like, there's there can't be any question anymore that um, uh, the, the overwhelming uh, victims of police brutality are, are black and. Um, you can throw statistics at me and whatever, and I can come back at you with ratios and, um, you know, how all that works. But, I mean, come on. If your eyes are open, there is something really fucked up going on with the police. Uh, protect and serve is a fucking joke. Um, and if it's going to be a joke, then throw your cards on the table and don't take my taxes to pay their salary. Um, exactly. Exactly. Bottom, you know, bottom line. If we're gonna, you know, go fucking toe to toe, then I don't want my dollars supporting my enemy. Does that make sense? Yeah, it, it absolutely does make sense. And uh, if those people are violently uh, using aggression against you, you have every single right to use violence against them, and uh, and shouldn't be discouraged, but it should be actually praised because these people are still humans. They still shit this. They still shit. They still breathe the same air. So, fuck. Them. Oh, a- you know, absolutely. Somebody earlier on Twitter today, met, you know, mentioned uh, um, the overtime and uh, uh, that a lot of these cops will get. But because of, uh, I mean, wait, you think Baltimore has money to pay overtime? 
<laughs> I don't think Hell so. They've been struggling to argue about this overtime shit since the days of Carl Kelly. But, but this shit is so fucking nuts, though, man, because I'm sitting here and I'm actually watching this um, this live broadcast, and the, the folks is actually still out there. And there's a lot of protesters also. I got to say, give it up to the protesters that, that's out there and that's saying, no, don't give them a reason. Don't attack the cops. Just go about your protesting. If you got to get violent on a property, go ahead. But don't attack the cops unless you're really ready to get for, for that repercussion. Because so far, it, it, they haven't came to the point where they was letting the dogs loose. They haven't came to the point where they're shooting rubber bullets and tear gas. They, they ain't really taken to that point yet. And um, I'm just hoping that it's not coming. I'm hoping that that doesn't happen. Because once that happens, the, the people that you're shooting against is really going to have to get weapons of their own. And then it's going to be a violence that's going to escalate so crazy that um, Jay would like to be out the country when it's happening at that time. <laughs> as <much laughs> possible. Yeah, that uh, is a very good point. Um, why don't we just take a break and uh, in a little bit, like uh, right after the break, we're going to call somebody um, on and uh, we're going to go ahead and talk to him. Awesome. Let's uh, let's make that work. And uh and and also during the break, think about like you know I I I do spend some time thinking about like how how did we get here like as far as the cops like you know what, what's the common denominator you know uh, I I've ruled out uh, service members you know uh, veterans most of them actually aren't um, steroids seems to be a common denominator and then. And then I think about this whole branding and this whole marketing thing, and then I think about the show Cops, um, and I think about, like, all the shows I watch on on HBO, and, and it's like, whoa, holy shit, we've made these guys into, like, action heroes because of television. Yeah. And now they're And now they're fulfilling that role by killing what they've been brought up to see as criminals, which are black guys. There's something really fucked up about that, um, you know. And uh, how do we? How, so how do we? How do we undo this promised stardom to a bunch of fucking losers? True. And uh, I just wanted to bring out a good point: is that yeah, these people, you know, the cops are killing. You know, it's basically pretty much a race issue, but it is basically by the the human race. <laughs> I mean, well, I, I mean, it's you I, and me. It's you I, and me I, as individuals, and especially JVAP. Exactly. Well, and I think that's what JVAP was getting to. What we need to get back to as a as a species, um, you know, is is that that this uh, um, uh, divinity lies in every one of us, and, and uh, whether that's. No, nah, but basically, basically, this is this is what I think that 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 happened, right? Um, somewhere along the last century, men endeavored into into what is known as a spiraling descent, where where everything that is of a higher conscious, or what's supposed to bring us to a higher conscious, of of interaction, of, of communication, of, of being like a, a real solid community. Um, was kind of like diluted and washed down. If you realize what's going on on television and, and everywhere else, is this is this darkness? They they show me freaking every form of darkness and freaking 
descent that, that they could imagine in phantom within a 10% of their brain or their 9% or whatever the hell they're using. And um, they, they come up with the craziest, darkest ways of, 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 of descent. Even even in, in the hip-hop culture, I remember when the older generations was telling me about when rap music first came out. It was just a bunch of, it was about community. People was rapping about consciousness. You're rapping about stuff that's really going on, help your brother. All of a sudden, the descent on that went so dark. It was like rape a bitch and fuck a nigga and, and everybody smile and count money. I'm like, wait, something happened where, where, where society embraces this descent. So I, I don't, I, I really don't understand why man hasn't risen to the point yet, because they say we evolve. Like a lot of people believe in evolution, a lot of people don't. Well, for a person who believes in evolution, isn't we evolved to the point where we realize like it's, it's, a, it's not, we don't have to believe in God, but there's a moral aspect between what we're doing to each other. And I don't understand how how people is not getting that concept. Like, where where is your level of Consciousness, when you attacking and brutalizing someone that can't fight back, where 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 is your morality and your sense and your common sense of of, of when you beat in the hell of some out of someone, ripping ripping apart eighty percent of their spinal column, like severing that shit out of their freaking body, like where's your moral freaking aspect in life, like you as a human, like where, where does your conscious level kick in and when does it kick in? So I, I'm gonna babble, bro. I don't mean to hold up the um the break. We no, were going no, things, no. You just, I, I really, I, you just hit the nail on the head. Like you know, like, and 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 I guess the follow up question, not not to answer a question, with the question was is, uh, which came first, the chicken or the egg? You know, like did society make man um, to make these horrible moral judgment choices and 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 put. Um, surplus and um, and um, amassing of wealth and, and power above everything, or or is this the nature of, of the reptilian mind? All right, Dallas. Yep. We're going to go ahead and get on to it. But before I would like to say is that I, I think society has really just lost its morals just because, you know, you see, it, it, it's kind of like a... Um, it's kind of like uh, you know this, the the um, the clean slate theory. What basically happens is that so everybody has a clean slate, and you know there's going to be a lot of influences on you in your whole life. And I think it's pretty interesting when you know the violence of the state actually just you know can do whatever they want just because it's the state, and then people get to see that and they can do whatever they want to. It's a very interesting uh, theory. And plus, I mean, when I think about government, I, I, I really do think that they are the catalyst for the darkest things in humanity to be flourished upon that because it's power, it's greed, it's, uh, it's using force against another person because no one will ever use force against another person unless you know, kind of something happens or when they do need to. And uh, there are some exceptions, I'm not going to lie, but uh, it's a very interesting uh, topic. And where people discourage it, you know, the state actually enables it and rejoices at it. Um, But uh, we're going to listen to a quick song. Uh, Now, whether or not, you know, we have this kind of craziness in the world, 
we can always go ahead and float on. Hell yeah. Got a fever. 
And the only prescription is more Star Rail Radio. Call in now. 646-929-1480. Now your host, Anticrisis73 and NCAP Dalek. Crisis 73 and Ann Catholic. So we are going to get this guy on the line. So just wait a few Thank seconds. Thank you for calling some garbage podcast conference line. Please press 4747 okay. pound. And if you're lucky, you might just make it on the air. This service and is I provided by freeconferencepro.com. Please enter your passcode followed by the pound sign. All right, let's go ahead and try to figure it out. I know, Glenn. That is not a valid passcode. Please re-enter your passcode now. Are you live group forcing? Unfortunately, we could not do it. Uh, It doesn't have, like, the other follow-up. But, uh, oh, well, life goes on, so. Life life goes on. He would, he, I would, I bet, I bet you, uh, he had some he had some things to say tonight that uh um would it would interest me. Yeah, unfortunately I couldn't because, you know, when I dialed it, um I couldn't do any follow up, so I couldn't do like the four seven four seven pound. Oh right, exactly. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, really follow. The follow up dial pad thing. Oh, it's so it's, stupid. The, the limitations of, of Technology, but uh, uh, the limitation to blog talk radio is just completely and utterly astounding. Hold on, I'm, I would love to hear from Glenn tonight. Yes, uh, Glenn, please call in if you really want to. Um, I think it would be a lot of fun. Matter of fact, you have to. Okay, you better, or I'll kill you. I'll just kidding. I love you. So, Dalek, and, and Jay is still on? Yes. So, so let's approach this from the other side real quick. So do you guys have any uh, theories on, um, on you know, how was this all the Patriot Act um, post-9-11, um, um, you know, whether whether a fabricated excuse or... or you know, these people really thought they were going to keep us secure and safe. Um, you know, or has, have the police always been um, as uh, uh, blatantly abusive as they are now? Um, but we just see more of it because we live in the media age. Well, I think, brother, I think this shit is like more of more of the media sometimes the media escalates stuff and blow it out of proportion so big that that you wonder if this shit is really possible. And then sometimes the media has a spin on the, the, the situation that, that that you will believe what the hell they're telling you. And blatantly you're sitting there and you you seeing the imagery of what's really going on, but the words that, that they're bombarding you with and the the way how 
they, they conduct their little programming sequence, you, you're going to believe what the media is saying. But what I don't understand is I don't understand how the rest of the world is not exploiting this. Because I know America, and I love America, especially I love where I live at. And we exploit everyone else. Let this shit have happened somewhere in Russia. Let's see how quick every, every, every channel this would have been in America broadcasting this shit going on in Russia, blaming Putin for some crazy shit. Think well, that, I mean, and that was kind of my point about the brand being blemished um, by, this, by this happening again and, you know, and this time in Baltimore. Um, uh, it, it is, I think it is a uh, um, catch. Like people are hearing about it in other parts of the world, and, and it is becoming, like, increasingly a black eye. You know, it's like it, it was a minor injury after the third time, and then Ferguson went on and on, and uh, as we, or not we, not you and me, but as our government, as our state clamors for human rights and country X, Y, and Z, um, meanwhile, we have, you know, like uh, week, weekend, you know, street battles um, between civilians and, and the police state. And so um, I hope, maybe I'm being optimistic, but I, I, I do think that I know it was trending like number one worldwide on the worldwide Twitter, um, and, and you know I follow some brothers and sisters in countries you know where this is more or less an everyday part of life, and uh, they're referencing what's going on in Baltimore, um, and I mean God, I mean God bless the technology and the internet for that, right? Um, for, for that ability to expose, embarrass, and, and put a blemish on a brand, because that's what this country is. It's a brand. And, I mean, don't get me wrong, Jay. I, I mean, I love this country, too. Like, sometimes, you know, I feel conflicted and a little hypocritical, but, you know, I don't I, I don't think it, I don't think people who don't love this country um, um, are critical of it. I think they're passive. Um, but that, they, they are. They are because... So, for instance, like I'm not, I'm not here to categorize any like body country or like put any one country down. But what I'm saying though is that over in other places, say for instance, now you're in, you're in a, a, a South American country. Oh, this is the type God. of shit where the main niggas went and dragged the senator, the congressman, and everybody the fuck out, lined them up to shoot them in front of everyone on television, and let these niggas know we ain't taking this shit. You, other places, I see that other places is willing to take a step further to show the politicians and their leaders, like, yo, listen, you abusers, we're going we, we to rally up and we're we going to take it out on y'all. But um, so far, i got to say the reason why that really doesn't happen in America, it's a good thing. And, you know, like, there's so many criminals who love to wake up in the morning and go get the judge that sentenced them for so many years in fucking prison. But, um... I gotta say, it's a good thing we we're not out here kidnapping politicians and judges and shit like that. Like, but eventually, if we don't take care of the situation, this is the type of shit that's going to escalate into. And imagine the type of laws, and imagine the the the, the, the technology that's going to be used against us as civilians. Like, it's it's going to be insane, brother. It's going to be insane, you know. Um... I mean, I think that's why I like uh, open source projects and 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 keeping things on a you know advancements on a on a 
grassroots level is is so critical, you know. Um those are those are our toys, like not their toys, but uh they're so powerful. Um it does change the game. Uh but you know, right now as it stands it it is still a big tool in our hands to get the word out and so on. Um and, uh, you know, I, th- I mean, I think that, that there's a lot to be said when um, when there's a riot going on in, in Baltimore and, um, you know, and, and you go to the press conference and you go to the mayor, you know, a white old dude, it's a, it's a black woman. Um, and I think that that, that is a, an optimistic sign of progress. Um you know, um, because it does it does clearly represent um, a, a, a change in in the top level as far as like the you know the the way it looks and the mentality. Um, but still, it, you know, even even so, it's it's so easy for so many people to fall into this whole. Exactly what you're saying. Let me tell you what society does. Society. Because I I listen to you and then like torch just just ignite out of my freaking brain because it's like in some way it's a it's a relational topic to what you're saying because the the female the woman on earth this is this this was the first doctor this was the first like remedy the first freaking nature the first one that was loving you freaking giving you that unconditional love. But how come he is right? How come white or black? How come the, the the females in society is not in the position that they used to be? And I could say, past world sense because in, in, in back in the days, well, the female played a, a a lot of roles. Like they was leaders, they was motivators. Like I said, they was the it factor of of the community. Also, you know, like they take care of a lot of stuff. But for some reason, that that kind of like dredged out of society for, for, for some reason where where as a female life is like ten times harder for you now. Like like if you're not if you're not a male that that's sitting on the top level in the in your company, then you're gonna have to suck dick to make it. So um I don't mean to say it like that, but it is it, that real. It's it's that's the point we reached in society. To me I think where if we had more females in like places like Political officers, like more females into the freaking police, freaking force as, as 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 not just as officers, but as ones who play major major roles, like freaking the ones who has documents to sign and, and to have the rest of them following. I think it might be in a different direction because the female is also the greatest nurturer of, of it all. Like I'm not taking nothing away from no one, but to me. The female is, is, is definitely needed, man, and man consciousness is definitely down for some reason without without the balance. There's no balance with male and female anymore. It's just a male dominant situation. Maybe, well, I, I, maybe, think that, maybe, I think maybe that maybe that has something to do with it. Jay Van, I, I think that's a huge problem with our with our society, with our culture, like globally, uh, almost everywhere. Right? We live in a in a in a patriarchal society hierarchical and and we have lost all touch with the feminine and and this is you know uh 
this is this is all about equilibrium. This is about keeping things in balance. This is about natural systems operating in 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 their optimum form. And we we've gone over to uh, way too far to the other side. Like I, I have often said, and I'm a firm believer that you know humanity has no choice until we relinquish control back to the females. Um, and I know you you study history and, and prehistory, and um, not, I mean a couple shows ago we were we were talking about uh, Enkidu and Gilgamesh, and um, you know those stories didn't didn't really. Um, I mean that that was the beginning of civilization, right? Where uh, salt was was used first to preserve fish and 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 meat, and the first steps were made into agriculture. And all of a sudden, everything shifted from um, a wisdom-based matriarchal society into a society that that was based on brute strength to protect your surplus, uh, to protect what you had um, amassed or or even stolen. Um, and and you know here we are, uh, you know two thousand years later um, in a state of perpetual war and violence, um, where 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 we really can't even get over one person being one color and another piece of person being another color when we know goddamn well it's all fucking biological, um, you know exactly. So like I'm going to cut you one second, brother, but if, if they Ellie. don't realize, listen, if they don't realize, listen, that, that we all the same, it doesn't matter what pigmentation of our skin color is, the melanin of our skin, it doesn't matter what pigmentation it is. Like, when you crack my skull, you're going to find a pineal gland in Jay's skull. You crack a white guy's skull, you're going to find a pineal gland in that nigga's skull. We're the same, motherfuckers. But the concept of, of I don't know where... That this this word that race came up of where where we're divided into five races and there, there is there's some form of structure that has to be taking place where one race as they say has to be in control as the other and one has to be subjugated and another one has to I don't know where they came up with that word from where they in the where where they separate different cultures. It's one race, it's the human race, and if, if there's any other races out there, I guess they. That shit is alien to me, but um, I don't know any black race or any white race. I know the human race. Like, I don't know. The concept is is it's fairly simple, but it's really hard for some people to comprehend. Well, I, I, I you, uh, like, it's whether you're, uh, you know, a Carl Jung fan or um, uh, a, a Freud fan, um, you know, like everybody, um is scared of their shadow or, or something that's different um, than them. And and this is like the, the, the most primitive, primordial reptilian layer of our brain, um, you know, that really has, has no other function in our conscious life except uh, uh, to do things, uh, you know, uh, non-voluntary muscle movement, and to like activate fear and hate, and so whether you you know you're there, there are people who believe that hate makes the universe run, and there's people who believe love makes the universe run. And right now, the people who believe that hate makes the universe run happen to be in control, and they've learned to exploit 
um, that fear difference and to activate that 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 hate button, um, like to such an effect, um, you know, where uh, it's literally now an epigenetic characteristic of the human condition. Um, And it's going to take, and like you said, you know, I mean, there's going to be a lot of sacrifice to undo this bullshit Um, because we all, you know, those, those of us who study history, you know, the Egyptians had slaves. Uh, you know, uh, th- th- this this fear of something that's different is not exclusively um, a black to or a white to black thing. I mean, it's been every race to every race, um, every eye shape to every eye shape. Um, you know, every religion to every religion. I mean, we live in a world where Catholic Irish Catholics and Irish Protestants. Like, I mean, you talk about people who all look the same, like, have been warring, you know, for hundreds of years. Like, I mean, oh, yeah. you talk about the the most minute difference um, that it is exploitable by the state, religion, whatever, you know, apparatus of the state you want to talk about, they'll exploit it to a point where you have people who look exactly the same, who grew up in the same country and the same land have been at war for hundreds of years. That's crazy. Yeah, we yeah, gotta get it's completely it insane. It's like it's like black African Muslims fighting against Indian Middle Eastern Muslims. It's like, bro, both sides worshiping the same God, but what the hell is the concept of the y'all fighting each other? Whoa. Why? Because one is darker skin and his hair is more curlier than the next. Like, this shit is so crazy. It's like, I don't understand how they're within the same land, within the same country, and the same. And this one small little, one small little, mm, as you say, it, it, it triggers this fear concept. And it just overwhelms the senses where, where you realize, oh, listen, I have to get rid of that. And for me to get rid of it, I can't just put it away in a box. I have to, like, literally stop the function of your heartbeat of your circulatory system, like literally get rid of you, like your existence no more in this physical realm in order for me to overcome my fear. But what what I don't understand is if your mind is so strong to, to reach to the point where you're ready to eradicate a whole society of people or a whole generation of people without a court, how how can you be afraid? Like how can, if, if you have, if you have the ability and, and, and the, the, the non-fear of eliminating a whole culture or eliminating a, a whole set of, like, specific gender of people. You ain't got no fear, brother. What was in your mind? Was no, I, I, would, I would argue that is, that, is, that is the most telling symptom of fear, is that, is that when you take a, 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 I mean, think, like, let's, let's break it down the scale, right? Like, you're in a bar, you know, like, uh, you know, the dude who gets knocked out, the easiest is the one who bristles, uh, you know, if, if you, if you, if you rub up, if you rub on him, you know, or, or bump his shoulder or step on the sneakers or something like that, like that dude gets bristled real quick. He's going to be the first one to get knocked out. Like this is, this is like the, the, the mentality of fear that rules countries. It's like any, you know, any threat, 
you know, must be eradicated immediately. Um, and I think that is the narrative of a fear. Like, uh, the narrative of, of tolerance is, okay, those people are over there doing their thing. You know, we're over here doing our thing. Um, you know, there's no there's no overt imposition. They just happen to look different. Um, um, you know, like, let it be. But for some reason, like, male, you know, dominated culture can't let people just be. Yeah, that is true, too, because half the damn time niggas in the hood just trying to be themselves, and, and you're going to have somebody just going to want to be an asshole to them. You're going to have somebody just want to be like, I, I'm just mad because you're trying to be yourself. But I, I understand where you're coming from when, um, on that point of view. Of, you know what I'm saying? I, I definitely do, but I just I just don't understand where, where it comes with one feels that he has to be in charge because his skin color or his color or, or his eyes different or his hair tone is freaking different or he speaks in a different way. I just don't I don't I don't understand the concept of where it comes from where you have to be better than me. It's 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 just nuts. It's like But Jay, you're a shaman. You know? And 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 so like like I I've I've walked into the room and I've felt like that 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 tinge of, of like fear and hate well up, you know, and rec- but the, the most important thing is like recognition, right? Like, okay, this person is different from me. It, it made me bristle. That's my animalistic brain, like saying, whoo, there's something different than me. Like, okay, recognize and, and now let's bring under control and we're just people. And, you know, like that love, I mean, that's why it's the J-Love Power Hour, because that love thing comes supernatural to some people. But I think for some people, just recognition of the fact that different differences are different and that's okay um, is important, too. And yeah, it's, it's definitely important to be to be different and to have your own individual, um, be your own individual self. That's, that's definitely a part of being a human being and being a part of this, this planet. But what I'm saying though is this: even though we're, we're we're individualized, some form of connection is being established between all of us. Like we might not see it. We might not, like you said, it might be it, it might be a different feeling to some. It might be it might be that fifth, sixth sense to some. But we're all connected in some way and somehow, like somewhere down the line of the field of of of, of energy and, and known as kinetic energy, we're all connected somewhere. But what I don't understand is how how some of us reject that 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 energy, not knowing that yo, listen, brother, you you look different, you might sound different, but but hmm, there's no reason why I should I should fear you. What I think happened was I think that the powers at be who who's in government and in control of the situation made it where they bombard society with okay, this is for you. And this is for those people, and because they created this this separational mind frame, it, it it has a trickling effect. So for generations, one generation is always going to feel like I'm better than you, and the other generation is just going to feel like that second class citizen. So so that that generation wakes up 
and and make some form of great sacrificial change because it's not going to be this generation of blacks. It's not going to be the next generation of blacks because this generation of blacks, and I could say 2015, that's in junior high school right now, they're not making no kind of progress, bro. It's like I'm, I'm as a black person sitting down sometimes and I think, I wonder, where the fuck are we really going to be at in the next 15 to 20 years if these little niggas is not, there's no change in the next generation. Like, if they're so freaking violent and mobbing and trifling than, than the previous generation before them, I said to myself, there is no way black people is going to come out of this, this I don't know what. I cannot find the word, but there, there is a way we can rise above this shit. But the younger generation don't, don't want it to happen, bro. They do not want it to happen, man. I know. I'm, um, I, I, I used to, and I still do. I can't say that that I'm 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 devoid of hope because young people, the elasticity, their neuroelasticity, still has a chance to to change. Um, you know, but I I mean, what before uh, young black folk can change. Um, the whole construct has to change because I think that every generation that passes um, since um, the check was promised, you know, in, in 60s. Yeah, but, but the, the reason why the whole construct is going to be so hard to change is because you see the ones that, that the young blacks are looking up to. Those are the ones that's supposed to be like, yo, listen, guys, this is what you guys need to do. Start telling your mother you love her. Start listening to your freaking moms, man. Like, like, start. You, you as a young black person, needs to start understanding your freaking work of yourself. The ones where, the ones that that the young generation of blacks are looking up to, even the young generation of whites, they're looking up to as as supreme black stars and leaders and so forth. They're not telling us this. They're not showing us this. What they're showing these young black youths is 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 you know, listen, bro. Violence is the way, and if you don't have it, take it. And the consequences of you going to jail is, so what, it's jail. But I'm, as a young black dude, growing up in my whole lifetime, I never want to go to prison. I was never one of those black dudes who sit down and said, jail, uh, that ain't nothing. That was not jail. My concept is I wasn't made for jail. When you came out your mother's womb, when you came out into the spectrum of reality on the earth, the four Angles, a.k.a. the hex. That's why when you was born, you were hexed on this planet. You, you, jail wasn't, you wasn't built for jail. Jail was built specifically to break your mind and your spirit, meaning that your energy within you. And uh, the, the concept of, of the, the, the ones we're looking up to is not trying to change the construct of these young ones' minds. That's the reason why it's not going to have no change, brother. These, these guys are sitting there watching BET and MTV and expecting this is what they're going to become when they get older. They're thinking they're going to become a rapper and they're going to have a chain around their neck and they're going to drive a Mercedes and they're going to buy their mama a, a new house. That's not happening. I'm trying to tell every single one of these young generational people that, that listen to me, that shit is not happening, though. That shit is what we call magical TV land. That is to give you the, the rags to riches dream. And, and, and that's just not happening to you. What is going to happen to you? is when your ass is 19 years old and you realize, like, damn, you're still stuck in your mama crib 
and you're 21 years old, and you're still stuck in your mama crib, now you're 26 years old in your mama crib with no job as a young black nigga, still hoping you're going, thinking you're going to be a rapper or you're going to be this famous person that has influence. If that person had so much influence onto you, how did not he change your life into a, a positive aspect to elevate you? But that's just that's just Jay thinking of all these black supreme rich people and leaders you look up to have no concept of the young generational mind. I'm sorry to be ranting and raving, brother. No, no, I, I mean, and I, I don't, I don't think that that mentality is is completely uh, relegated. I mean, basically, we live in you know a country of of spoiled, entitled brats. Um, you know, the people who are supposed to lead us um, are are entitled. They expect to get things um, their way, and if they don't, they sulk and throw uh, fits and and take their ball and go home. Um, you know, has been illustrated by the whole dysfunctionality of of our government since a black man was was uh, elected president. Um, exactly. I mean, they are the most selfless, most douchiest people, and you know, they get whatever they want their own way because, you know, just because they're a big out politician, they can do whatever they want. And I think it's I, really sad I, I, to see that. Um, go on. But, I mean, I, Jay's right. It trickles down, you know. Um, it, I mean, you know, you don't know how many, like, uh, you know, hillbillies, uh, for lack of a better term, I know, um, you know, who who expect to win the lottery um, and, and play scratch-off tickets um, with the genuine expectation um, that, that they're owed a payout. Uh, and... Uh, you know, so 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 this attitude of entitlement and and um, kind of if if somebody doesn't agree with you, then that their uh, um, opinion is is null and void and has has no validity. Um, you know that that's spoiled brat behavior. Um, that's that's not real life behavior. Um, um, you know, most rational opinions need to be taken into consideration in order to make a. Um, a decision for the collective whole. But going back to what Jay said earlier, I really don't think that's possible until power is given back over to the women. Oh, yeah, bro. They're going to need something more balancing to the structure because why was it in the ancient world everything was about the balance of the male and feminine aspect of the energy of life? Like, even though they had their, they had their leaders, they had their walls, they had their whatever, but the female played a major aspect into it. And the only thing that I'm seeing the females and I'm doing right now is grieving. All these old black mothers grieving at these protests and these riots on how many sons and family members that, that they lost and, and, and how the, the neighborhood was so fucked up for them and how the police were so, like, intolerable just because of the color of their skin. This is, these are the type of stuff that is happening right now in America and people would like us to look the other way. And for those folks who'll be like, okay, Jay, shut up. Why won't you and your nigga friends go back to Africa? No, we don't want to go back to Africa. Africa don't want us. If Africa wanted us, they would have came and got us a long fucking time ago. And they ain't shit for us to go back to Africa to. You do expect Jay to get up with, with, with so many millions of people to go back to a place we have no home at. 
no communication with other people. Don't understand their language. Like, come the fuck on. Like, well, your mind has to be so small for you to tell me to go back to Africa. But and like, if that was a, if that was a, like if that was at all valid, then I would just walk around telling people to go back to Scotland and Ireland and and Sweden and Poland and Italy and uh, uh, Australia and you know wherever the fuck I'm and you know like that's absurd. That's an absurd. That's an absurd like uh, you know uh, ignorant statement. They would go back to Africa like. The fuck are you talking about? Go back to Africa. First of all, I was brought here. Second, well, not me, but second of all, like exactly like you said, I have no relationship to that country, no more than you have any relationship to Ireland, you know, to Ireland or Scotland or England or fucking Sweden or whatever godforsaken northern country you come from. Like that's a preposterous notion. Um, you know, um, I mean, as far, as far as transcending this this, this whole uh, uh, cycle of violence, quite frankly, I don't think it's going to get transcended. Um, I think either the people who who you know control the purse strings will say, okay, this is you know this is too much damage to our 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 brand name. Uh, you know the. Uh, um, Franchise of, of empire that is the United States of America, and we need to put a stop to it. Um, and there'll be some sort of, uh, you know, sort of superficial restructuring of the police department, um, you know, or um, it'll it'll just go until uh, you know several major urban centers are are burning. Um, and I don't mean just the ghettos; I mean fucking the whole thing. Um, I know there was some unrest in D.C. tonight uh, where I grew up, and uh, um, the way D.C. is set up, uh, you know, you could you could burn a congressman in the neighborhood uh, as quickly as you could burn, um, you know, the fucking open-air joint uh, across the block. Um, so, I mean, I, I think... Um, if anything has happened uh, with Baltimore, you know, Ferguson was easily written off, right? It's kind of back, back country, semi-south, uh, Missouri, central, the middle of the country. Baltimore is 35 miles from the White House. Um, you know, uh, as Baltimore has gone, D.C. has gone, and vice versa. Um, don't think that isn't being taken into consideration and uh you know so i you know i don't know where where we go from here um but uh i think since uh um mr gray's life was uh rattled out in the back of a police car um uh there've been five more uh killing of un- unarmed uh individuals black white chinese mexican whatever um, just on the East Coast, so I mean, it's not like it's not like police commanders are are taking note and saying, you know, hey, let's uh, let's try to use some restraint. Um, if anything, they're ratcheting up the uh, uh, the pressure and, and and playing into the narrative that this is an oh, yeah. <laughs> but, but this is man. They're ratcheting up so hard right now. That that the little the little local town that that I'm staying in right now, these dudes got a retired Humvee, military Humvee, 
They got this is this is a local. This is not even a state department here. I'm talking about a local nigga. They got a retired Humvee. They got a, a old dead cat with a battering ram in front of it, and some other military looking vehicle. I have no name of yet, so I'll probably Google that shit. But you guys have hundreds of uh, hundreds of thousands of fucking dollars of equipment to do what? Raid your local pot dealer in your small little town? Like. I could understand that that they choose Baltimore for this shit to happen because it, they figured they did it everywhere else, and New York was an anomaly when the officers in them got shot. That was this strict anomaly. That dude wasn't even from New York. That dude jumped on a Greyhound bus and went to New York. So they, they couldn't say, even though he was doing it for all of them, said because of all of the police brutality that was happening for the last summers or whatever. But to me, that was an anomaly. I I think they do these shits in certain states, in certain areas, to see the reaction and have statistical viewage of, of how can they make it erupt. And they realize by doing this shit, and because this is not new into Baltimore. This is not new. This is not new where some young black dude has been gunned down or fucking killed by the cops in Baltimore. This has been going on, like I said, way, way when. But... I don't know if it was the right timing. I don't know why the situation happened with Freddie Gray himself, what his family had to do with it, what the officers that who knew him, because it wasn't like these officers did not know Freddie. Come on, Freddie living in the same neighborhood for so goddamn long. The officers didn't know who was who, know where Freddie lived, seen him on his step and his stoop sitting down. This is, come on, people. So you you got to understand, you got to ask yourself why. Did, did it really escalate this time in Baltimore? Why did this shit really went so crazy? Now, Jay said finally now they got they they reason to change the laws, tighten up, get a little scrutiny out there, make it seem like like this is so crazy that we have no choice now to toughen and stricken the previous laws we got to make time and the, the punishment more severe. This is going to be a, a, an open door for invasion of privacy. They're going to have so many privacy acts coming out. They fucking ass crack from Congress. Um, the, the, the think tanks are sitting down right now and coming up with so many ways that they can actually benefit from what's going on and the suffering of all these people in Baltimore. So it's, it's definitely going to be a change within the next year. Um, it's definitely going to be a crazy election year that's that's coming up. Um, there's going to be a lot of surprises, and I, I would love to see what what the hell is going down. And I just don't want to be a victim. And knowing that knowing that it's so easy for for Jay as a, a, a regular black person in America, it can happen to me at any time. It's a fucked up feeling. Yeah, I I, I can't even imagine, man. Um, you know, and I don't know if it's, it's, it's the herb I smoke, but, uh, you know, or, or where I grew up and who I grew up with, but I have never trusted the cops, and I am white, blue-eyed. I cannot fucking imagine being black and having to deal with fucking cops, man. Um, you know, uh, and it, it, you know, one one thing you said, Jay, that, that, in my mind is like this youth the youth thing you know um 
and, and you know, like, and, and what generation do things turn around? You know, uh, who who will be who will be the firstborn like peace peace leader, right, uh, of the next generation? Um, and in your opinion, like, uh, you know, already uh, the generation coming up is lost because too much damage has been done. Too much, too, too much damage. But, but alrighty then. Um, before, before, hold that thought, JFF. Uh, we have around a minute thirty seconds. Yeah, we have around ninety seconds left. Uh, so before you guys get going, remember to call in six four six nine two nine one four eight zero, or uh, call into the um, what you call it, the uh, the Skype number. Just click on this blue S Skype button, then you guys can get on. Um, that'll be pretty much it, and. Uh, for the next moment, I don't know. I wish we had, like, a, an ending, but, um, not, oh, it's going to be BTR listener 2, so it's going to be BTR listener 026, definitely call in, um, and we got, uh, I am the universe, and everybody else on the line, um, so, Everybody else hey, call in. Um, off the official air, I just I'd like to thank JVAP for uh, co-hosting tonight. I appreciate it. And uh, you have a show coming up Friday. Um, de- definitely, brother. Definitely. Um, this one is going to be interesting. Um, you know, lots of laughter, lots of comedy. Um, and it's it's, it's been a pleasure. Um, being a part of your you guys' show tonight. Um, definitely, you guys always give me that support and. I love the topic, and I definitely wanted to get into it. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you did, man. And uh, it, it, it's one we'll, we'll continue to, as, as Dalek said, we'll continue to be vigilant about and uh, and keep an eye on. And uh, Jay's show is on Friday, uh, 10 o'clock. Um, it is one of the funniest shows on uh, Blog Talk Radio. Um, so tune in. Don't miss it, and we'll go into overtime. So call it if you're up for some overtime. And we are on overtime. All right, so we got I Am the Universe and a lot of other people on. Yay! I Am. Yeah. Staying up late. It's kind of cool. I love it. It's a wonderful name. I love the name. Yeah, it's a definitely excellent name. Um, so, continuing on uh, with the subject at hand, it's a, it's a very interesting topic uh, with uh, today's generation. And um, for me, when I, you know, kind of live within this, uh, this X generation, Y generation, whatever the fuck you guys want to call it, um, I think it's pretty interesting that you know we're we're living in a time where it's Pretty scary, but not only that. Um, um, gosh, I can't even think uh, that it could probably be the end. And I think it's a pretty interesting time uh, by our own species. But uh, hopefully, we can kind of build each other up. Yeah. Uh, well said, Alec. I I think so. I mean, right? That's like the only thing I think one of the few things that is going right um, is small pockets of community, friends, etc. Because the whole thing certainly isn't working very well. Mm 
What's going it's definitely on? Not, it's, it's definitely not because, like, the reason why I said um, it, it, it's going to be hard for for the generation to to, to take effect and to have some form of great change is because the generation that does that is the generation that that you hear a lot of people talk about, like like well, the real thinkers and, and, and free mind conscious people, where that generation where they don't consider nothing as black or white. They don't consider nothing as different. They consider everything as, as like, on an equal basis. And so, so for that generation to, to even occur, the generation that's right now has to show them. It has to show them that trickle in effect. We have to start having this change right now. But, but as, as, as a whole, for, for, for black people, this is the way how you got to look at it. You cannot keep shitting on one generation or one specific gender of, of people. Why? Because after a while, after a few generations or generations pass, they they have what what we call in, in, in the world in our mind the hero, the hero. This motherfucker emerges. Like it, it, it always happens in history. It always happens. Every culture and every people that was being like enslaved or like freaking being like tormented or tortured, there was always a heru or a freaking hero that arrived and led those people. But it's so hard for, for Jay to sit down right now and say, you know what, I believe in the next 50 years or the next 60 years that, that we're going to have such a, um, a leader in within the black community. Because until, like I said, until the generations come together where Blacks and whites and other cultures come together and realize that there is no difference between each other. But the culture in which we grow up in the separation of our land, meaning that in my culture, I might I, I might like to do certain things. In your culture, you might not like that. So until we, we come to the understanding that, hey, we're all the same, but just the separations or difference between cultures, I, I, it's going to be hard, man. It's going to be hard for for that hero to arise within that generation to to, to, to push it or to change it. Yeah, it is. That's well said. You know, I, this might this might sound a little nuts, but I, I think that in, in recent history, like, you know, uh, post-World War, uh, Korea, Vietnam, um, I think that there was like, or seventies, eighties. You know, there was some 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 racial healing, and I think that one one contributing factor um, was the draft. Um, I think that 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 being drafted to go to war, and um, uh, especially during Vietnam, um, uh, where you know, if if you weren't in back then, I guess the top, you know, fifteen, ten or fifteen percent. Um, if you were black or white, you got drafted. You went to war. Um, you know, the, those men created bonds um, over there that transcended race, and they carried over when they were back here. Um, and perhaps they changed in in dynamic, but. Um, you know the fact that uh, now um, our armed forces, um, uh, you know, that, that there's no 
you know, there's it's not uh, obligatory. Um, and I know that sounds that sounds odd, but I think there was a, a, a general equalizing factor um, that, that that the draft created, and, and also uh, bonds um, between black and white men that um, that aren't created now because the opportunity doesn't present. Now you're right because that, that made that made everyone on what Jay called the equal terminology, meaning that I don't give a fuck how rich you are, I don't give a fuck how much more money you have than Jay. You're not better than me. The reason why you're not better than Jay is because you're gonna die, and I'm gonna die, and there is no way you gonna beat this shit. And because I know you can never beat this shit, and I can never beat this shit, we the same. We all gonna be leaving this bitch. It's just who's going to leave a mark? Who's going to leave that 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 long-lasting, energetic feeling out there for people to be like, yo, you know what? That was a cool motherfucker. That nigga had some great conversations, and he was trying to open people's minds. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the way I think people should should, should look at themselves when they wake up in the morning and they're like, how can I how can I have this this this, this effect, this, this energetic changing effect of something that's better than what was yesterday. You know, it's like, and, and speaking about the bondage of the draft and the transcendencies of, of, of that doesn't matter what where you came from, we was all equal because we all got drafted. And being somewhere else, being together, that, that feeling of, 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 of you making a, this great transcend into, into realizing, listen, we're all in the same field. At any given time, we're going to die. And we have to we we have to bond together, come over this bullshit that we look at each other and realize, hey, we all got drafted, we're all the same, and we all gotta live together. Survive this shit. But that's like that's like the, the I don't mean a rant and rave, but that's like the soldiers, the black soldiers in the in the world wars. They was fighting these wars for America. They went overseas, they was getting a lot of love and the European countries and so forth, but when they came back home, it was it was back to the same old good old let's hang a nigga. So it it doesn't matter how much I could say that blacks in this country try to show America, listen, we ready to fight, sacrifice, do whatever for the country. It doesn't matter. We're still going to be this second class citizen because there's this there's this I don't know what that separates us. And the, 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 I, I got to say it as it is, the white supremacists of the world governs this shit in that way. They, they need it that way. They need it that way so that the economy could, could keep going, so, so, so society could keep on in a certain function in a certain way. They know for a fact that if we all get together, and as my boy says, as this transcendence, our mindset will be different. The way we think will be different. That the energy we give out will be different. But nowadays, the 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 transcendence that that you hear people talk about is not even a spiritual or conscious aspect. It's all about man transcending his physical form into some other form that's supposed to better him, prolong his life. Cybernetics. Those are the form of transcendencies that they want us to go into. They don't want us to have some form of transcendencies where we, we actually have a high level of consciousness where we actually bond together. Think about it. I don't exactly. Think you're 100% right. 
Exactly, and you know what? I'm I'm gonna say something about uh, about the transgender part. You know, I think uh, I think it's really interesting when people talk about you know kind of the transgender issue because um, some people think it's unnatural, but it's actually not really within nature. Uh, about the clownfish, and you know, they do change our genders, and plus originally. You, while you're Bro, in the room, your first nine weeks, your first nine weeks is being a female. So nine months. Bro, we're in that line because trans. Uh, what I say, I, I wasn't talking about transgenders. I was talking about. Oh, no, 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 you know, I know. We, I just wanted to bring that yeah, at that but point. In, um, in, 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 in the world of natural, like in in nature. Um, transgenders and hermaphrodites are, are, are everywhere in plants, animals, um, the solar mm-hmm. system, the stars. It's it's a combination of, of of the male and female aspect and of of which form is going to have at that time. So to all the people out there that fret, that, that that's fretting and fearing these these people out there and saying they're different because they're transgenders and all oh, these hermaphrodites. It's, this is in nature. These are hard-coded in nature as we speak. So it, how can you be afraid? It's, there it goes again with that fear concept, brother. There it goes again. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that, that exactly. we're, we're, and, um, we're ruled by a hierarchy of fear where some of us see, you know, love. And whatever path that we've taken, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to sound like a hippie, but, uh, uh, you know, I mean that, like metaphorically, you know, acceptance, tolerance, like they're not taking anything away from me. Why would I take anything away from them? Like, you know, I I yeah. really have a hard time uh, uh, wrapping my head around around that mentality and and that Jay Babs alluding to. And the only thing that I can come up with is just fear. It's all fear based, you know. Um, um, it. it you know, they're, they're, it, it's all controlled by the limbic fight or flight response, um, and yeah. there's nothing, and there's nothing rational about it. Exactly, but you know what I think? A lot of people, instead of this like little stupid, you know, minute, um, you know, kind of problems or points, whatever people think about it, the, the real enemy is playing you. It's not. <laughs> And you know it's completely inherently ridiculous. The real enemy is playing you because guess what? They want you to be you know kind of part out there and uh, angry and um, kind of you know just basically being violent. And then they can put out you know their very dangerous and scary out agenda. Absolutely. I mean the the. I mean, it, it's incredible the role that the media and, um, uh, you know, the subversion of uh, public opinion, um, uh, persuasion of public opinion, how prevalent it's been in the shaping of of our, um, like, of our construct. Like, you know, uh, Edward Bernays is one of the most important people um in American history, uh, you know, I mean, Goebbels studied him to a T, and this is the man 
um, who shaped Madison Avenue, who shaped market, marketing. Um, he could sell ice to an Eskimo, and it was all deeply psychologically based. Um, and, the, you know, so uh, this baseline um, has been around now for 60, 70 years. Um, we are a consumerist society where people are sitting around on a beautiful Saturday afternoon in their backyard enjoying a beer or a lemonade or an iced tea, and all of a sudden they feel compelled to go to the box stores or to the mall or down to the avenue and buy something. Imagine that. Like, imagine living in a society where you could basically be in Shangri-La, you know, enjoying yourself completely unagitated, and there's enough of a stimulus that comes from the construct in which you live and the um, um, and the uh, uh, stimulus that you receive from the television, the computer, from the radio, from your coworkers, from everything, that all of a sudden you could get up from this beautiful situation and go to a fucking box store. That's madness. And this is what yep, people and, uh, do can, every can, Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. Um, Canadian Glenn is on the line. Excellent. That's conditioning. That's all that is. Yeah. But that's how conditioned we are. Like, and even smart people, you know. Well, I mean... Even people who understand the game, they're still people. And if there's things they like to do, they're going to do them. Okay. Because, because they can. But there's a difference between things that people like to do and, and things that people feel compelled to do because uh, like of a, a subconscious tugging. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, uh, you know, you want to talk about Bernays, I think... Edward Bernays established that these conditions of repetition that convince you you're getting something out of it and you enjoy it, they're much more effective on the people who have less than people who have more. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's it's just a default. It's something that he he stumbled upon. It's like people who are in constant want dream of want, you know? Well, it, yes, they're, they're looking for something to crystallize with, right? Like disenfranchised people, I mean, that's, that's human nature. They're looking for they're looking for validation. They're looking for community. Um, you know, they're looking for their community to be validated. And so those are, that they're the marks, right? And, and that's what they're called, marks. Well, I mean, you know, there's the issue of, the small percentage who have legitimate needs and they can't achieve them, well, they understand they can't achieve them. So they, you know, they hold off. And there's that small percentage. And what Bernays found is that it's much easier to convince people to just abandon that and just not care about those consequences. Just, you know, yeah. tell yourself that, yes, you can. And don't ask any questions. Just do it. 
And and for the archive, if if you don't know who Edward Bernays is, um, I encourage you to watch uh, the Century of the Self, um, which is is basically you know all about how, well not all about how, but in large part how um, the military industrial complex, Madison Avenue, um, and government all sort of converged into one one brand. And uh, Edward Bernays was related to Sigmund Freud. Indeed, his nephew. You know? Yep. Um, and, I mean, my God, he he made untold sums of money. Like, his family is set. I would like to alert everybody that I am drinking whiskey well out of my socioeconomic echelon uh, that I, I grabbed from my father-in-law's house. <laughs> so you mean... You know your father are going to have some good shit in, up in the cabinet. But um, oh. aside from the conditioning, mind frame and all, right? Glenn, how you doing tonight, brother? I'm all right, man. How are you? All right. I'm, I'm cool. All right. But this, this is my question to you, right? Now, think about aside from the conditioning, mind frame. Now, God forbid, I don't care if you believe or don't believe in God, but God forbid that, that this type of shit happened to someone, you know, like Jay, that I happen to be going to the store one day and, God forbid, I have an interaction with an officer and this motherfucker crippled me and I died. You wouldn't riot for me, my nigga. You wouldn't, you wouldn't be mad that this shit happened to a motherfucker you know. You wouldn't, you wouldn't fucking get up and burn this shit the fuck down for, for your boy. Oh, of course. I understand what you're saying. And, I mean, this is why generally online I don't have a problem with the burning. I mean, it's a fucking symptom. It's not the disease. That's just how it is. But, I mean, what I found out tonight, I watched that show tonight on PBS about Kent State, and you talk to people who were there on both sides, and, you know, a lot of it had to do with the limited media capability back then, but still, the story was there. It was the National Guard who pursued the students, basically kettled them in a field, and then they opened fire. The students weren't attacking them. The students weren't doing anything. And the people, the Americans, a couple weeks later in surveys, it was like 80% they supported the National Guard. It's, you know? It's so, I mean, scary that's 45 years ago. And this is the reaction they were getting. 80% of the people said they were for the, the actions of, of, of the National Guard for gunning yes. down the students? Yes. I mean, they in this film, they showed footage of interviews, and there's these white suburban women who said they should have killed more. They were told to disperse. So, I mean, I don't you know. know that mentality meant that, that, that. See, Derek goes with, 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 I, I can understand where you They just follow from, orders. They just follow orders. That's it. You know, these but people just follow orders. It's crazy. I know, but it's, it's cheap. It is fucking crazy. But the difference like, was. Follow orders. Like what? The difference so was. In so, so, so if you're, if you're, if you're, if you're, if your boss isn't sanctioned by the state, you can't use that excuse. Well, that was the sheep mentality, but the goal back then was blind devotion to the state. 
Now that's been changed. Now it's blind devotion to consumerism. <laughs> You're so right. And the state runs the consumers, man. <laughs> that's right. It's just all one big fucking conglomerate now. I mean, it, I mean, it really is. I, the the image of you know the the kraken, you know, with the each sort of arm representing one of the big nine. Uh, the consolidation is crazy. Um, well, it's a concentration so, of power, which means it can be maintained by fewer, and whoever has the keys usually divvy shit up. I'm glad to. I'm really happy to hear Glenn saying that the burning is a symptom because um, I respect Glenn's opinion a lot, and and I and I think the same. I like. I think that's like the most the least important thing of of of, of these actions. You know. Well, I just can't believe people who are thousands of miles removed, but yet in the same country, and they're all up in arms over goods, over a structure. More than a life. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Like CVS, like what the fuck? Who cares, man? They have insurance. Burn it down ten times. Well, you know? I mean, there's something else. There's something else that's not being mentioned either, because there's been lots of reports on social media that can be verified that there were Bloods and Crips protecting black-owned businesses. What the media is not saying is, who owns these businesses who got torched? Because remember the L.A. riots. Every Korean got fucking burned to the ground. You know? There's there's stuff missing here. It hurts. It hurts hearing it, but but you're not lying, brother. You're not. Well, I mean, those are the facts. I mean, there are things that they're just not talking about. Right? They could... you know, they're in that neighborhood. People are talking about all oh, those people lost jobs. Like, all right, they don't think about that, whatever. Okay, this is how a CVS runs, man. It's got a manager. He's not black. There's an assistant manager. He might be black. Doesn't matter the neighborhood. They're all automated now. That's it. That's who runs the store. Then you have the pharmacy department. They're all Indians. That's how it works. So there's nothing that the CVS is putting into this neighborhood. Every yeah, dollar that that CVS makes leaves that neighborhood. Yep. So burn it down and forget about it. No, I just, I just don't get it. I mean, it's become the symbol. You know, this is like, what I mean. Have any equity to life? Like, like really? Like, you know, you you want to sit in 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 your chair in your pontificating chair in the studio and say, oh, these people have reversed all the positive that this six weeks of or six days of peaceful protest is done because, you know, tempers flared and, and things have been burned down. Okay, how about this? Let me propose something. How about you switch neighborhoods? How about you go live in East or West Baltimore or Ferguson or wherever these things happen, Mr. News, man or woman, and after a week, if you don't want to burn that place down, I'll give you a cookie. Greg, you said how you should respond to that one. Well, I've seen the movie Fifty Shades of Grey, but 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 the crippling of Freddie Gray, I don't know about that shit. But man, 
my nigga, why are you trying to take Glenn down to West Baltimore? And you know the first thing they're going to do to Glenn is try to hijack it. You know how black people be, man. Come on. Well, the thing that really gets me is look what the media uses to outrage people against the rioting, attacking a symbol of consumerism. Yes. They're not showing the cop cars on fire. They're showing the fucking CVS on fire. Yes. Yeah, this is the Taj Mahal, right, of the neighborhood all of a sudden, a CVS, you know. This is this is emblematic of of, of a black community that has survived, you know, five fucking riots. Baltimore is no joke, man. Be poor, it might be it might be destitute, they might do some ghetto shit, but that is a strong fucking black community in Baltimore, and oh, yeah. it was strong working white community in Baltimore too, you know. Um, Hell yeah. Hell yeah, because you got to think about all of the jobs, like the white jobs that was lost in Baltimore, especially the port line jobs. That, oh, that hell yeah. Yo, this, this shit is so fucking crazy. Like, it's it's not just affecting black folks, but it's, it's, it's because it was blatantly, I guess, in, in, in black folks' face for, like, generations. But so far within the last two, three years, the, the white, rate of unemployment in Baltimore was, like, fucking incredibly, like, just going crazy on the rise. It was, like, everywhere was closing down. Everybody was getting shitted on. But um, it's it's just, I hate the fact that so many people have to die, man. I hate yeah. the fact that so many people have to, like, be crippled and fucked up so so someone can pick up the um the, the sword and set up the picket sign. Yes. I mean, you know, if it's not... Especially when, you know, when when the system takes advantage of the fact that we won't commiserate as brothers, and so they pick us off one by one. That's a tremendous, like, detriment to, to not being able to come together, man, is it get, I mean, we... We can get picked off one by one. I went out back as a young buck when when I was growing up in D.C. We used to like drive half houses up to Baltimore into these white neighborhoods, man. and uh, it was you know it was a, it was a ghetto. I mean, it was it was the craziest thing I'd ever seen as a white guy as a young white guy from D.C. Like just row house after identical row house. All white people, you know. Um, Baltimore is a trip, and all, so all those people are gone now. So now you have left in Baltimore is industrial areas, mixed industrial residential areas, and and you heard the dudes on CNN and Fox, and they're like, I can't even believe I'm in America. Like this is crazy. This neighborhood is wild. Like this is crazy, you know. So. Talk to, right. me about, talk to me about property destruction. Like, what are you burning? Well, one of the things I really liked last night that I saw on Twitter, I can't remember who it came from, but he put out the tweet, and it was like, you know, a sarcastic quote, and he said, but wait, why are they burning their own ships? Why are they throwing their own tea in the water? Precisely. 
And I thought, (laughs) fucking rights, man. That is awesome. Yeah. It was just like Indians. (laughs) You know? Fighting fighting the fucking unfair system. Destroying their own shit. Well, I mean, that's the sacrifice that, that, like, Jay and I were talking about. That that is what is going to have to happen. People are going to have to take one to the team, like, to, to you know, exactly. after the team. Dude, I'm and, never going to forget you, but this one, that one again, I'm dying on my blunt right now. I'm never <laughs> going to forget you on that one. Oh, said, I, I thought that was fucking I'm great, man. I'm throwing tea bags into the ocean. Automatically, it, 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 it dawned on to me. Wait. They wasn't white. They was dressed as Native American, brother. That's right. <laughs> you know, I that, I just figured, holy fuck, man. Somebody just compared yeah. the Baltimore Freddie Gray riot to the Boston Tea Party. Holy but fuck. But it's a perfect... It's a perfect it is. ...retort for, like, you know, why, why would they burn yeah, their well, own property? Well, because we're rejecting it. This is not a relegated neighborhood. So... They, it's social station, nor is it our relegated obligation to pay taxes on this tea. Exactly. They just he, the guy turned it into the most American fucking thing there is by comparing it to the exactly. Boston Tea Party. I know. I know. And um, can I say something real quick? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, okay. So when I hear about this, and you know, I'm more of a capitalist just because I'm, you know, I believe in misunderstanding, but like, uh, I just don't really like how a lot of protesters are just basically kind of more, mm, how do I say this, uh, more leftists that are uh, just wanting to have like some sort of communist revolution. And I don't mind a revolution, it's not that, I just I just don't really see where society is actually going to be pent up so like this and, uh, have such a great hunky-dory place, I just don't really get it. Okay, but by the same standard, what the system you'd like to see, there are some people that just don't get that either. Well, I I can understand that, and I think what we should do for our own selves, I think what we can do is uh, we can just say, you know, we can live in our own peaceful societies after when this is done and, you know, not really care for it, so we shouldn't use the violence of the state. Yeah, but but how do we well, how do we use the military force? Wait one second, right? We use the military. How do we use the military force in our position that to, to to make a change? And then how do we disperse or how do we get rid of that military force or integrate that back into society where we have this like one? Well, I'm not going to say one world, but where we have this one conscious flow society like it's really going to be hard because first we're going to have to be in a form of violence in order to take this shit the fuck over but then how do we recover from from, from that state of of violence from using that same violence and taking it over and and transferring that violence back into something positive back back into something where it's a conscious flow from there you see that's that's the craziest part well, I think it depends on how much is left standing after we're done being idiots. You according, know? <laughs> according to the latest like, uh, anthropological evidence, there have been five times since we've been self-aware uh, bipedal hominids that 
our numbers have gone under uh, between 500,000 and 5,000. <laughs> so we can do it again. You know? I mean, if you want to get hardcore, or the other the other answer, and Jay, you and I touched on this the other night also, is at some point biology is going to take over and we're all just going to start looking the same. Because people fuck. Well, I think that's a long ways away yet, though. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. And I think the that's the biggest the biggest reason for that is because we, need we to get together and fuck out racism. The whole I'm, world needs to get together and just have sex and just fuck out racism. <laughs> exactly. I think I think modern man is assisting in preventing that because with the amount of warfare and the amount of people that starve every fucking day if all those people survived we'd all look a lot the same a lot quicker you know it's so crazy like numbers right stats like if people actually understood numbers and stats yeah. 60,000 uh, people a day starve a day. to death yeah just die of hunger like, can you imagine the pain involved with starving to death yeah I mean, I can empathize with a lot of shit, but I'm not going to even pretend to empathize that I have ever even felt hunger. I've been hungry, but I've never felt hunger. Yeah. And to starve, Lord have mercy, man. That is bullshit. In a world with so much, man, where we throw away as a country enough food to feed all the rest of the starving people in the world. Yep. I mean, what the fuck is going on there? Who set this fucking system up? Well, we you put more think about how many dumplings and how many meals at the end of the day, Burger King and McDonald's just throw the fuck away. KFC, fucking Popeyes at the end of the day, nationwide, all the food that hasn't been sold, niggas just throw that shit the fuck away. That's so, that's fucking insane. Yeah, and if an, if any of their employees try to give it to the homeless, they get fucking fired. Yeah. Wait, well, yeah. that's the part we didn't realize. Now, it's even more fucked up. Yeah, that is. That's that's just inhumane. That's all that is. That's just being a fucking cunt. That's that was definitely one of the signs. You know, I mean, you know, all these little steps, right? Like they radicalize people. Yeah. And if you're just a normal, you know, white middle class white dude. And, you know, you're trying to do the right thing day day in and day out and work hard and contribute and whatever, and then all of a sudden you see in Tampa, Florida, that they arrested an old preacher for giving out food. Yep. You know, then all of a sudden it's like, wait, whoa, 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 what the fuck is going on here, right? Like this church taught me, you know, like all this stuff about, you know, charity and being good to people. And now the other side of it is arresting them. Like, that is very confusing. And, I mean, clearly it's confusing, but um, but it's just a sign, like, where, where, where this is an intentional step, where, you know, the fucking jaw is on the curb, the Doc Martin is coming down and your jaw is about to be all in the gutter. That's what's going on. Well, it's, it's stories like that that uh, the press in Russia and Iran and China and North Korea just love. 
that shit is headline news over there, arresting that that guy in his 90s for feeding the homeless. Not once, not twice, but three times. I, I mean, really? Like, if that if that's not, like, Nazi shit, like... It doesn't make you know, any sense, man. Nah, it doesn't make any sense, you know? Um, it just doesn't. It just doesn't make any sense. But uh, yeah. you know what? That's why we should civilly disobey those fucking stupid ass laws. I mean, I, I remember the Jefferson Memorial. I mean, you know, they, you know what was going on with that. I mean, people were just listening to their own music and dancing because it was Thomas Jefferson's birthday, and he was a shindig kind of dude, and uh, people were like, well, the police arrested a bunch of people, especially Adam Kokesh. Uh, this was a long time ago, but it's it's very dangerous, and uh, for people without dance, and basically need a license to dance, and I remember that there was a uh, news story in Russia that people were getting, um, oh, what was it, uh, um, like arrested for twerking. <laughs> well, it may, de- it may depend on where, though. Well, I mean, look what Pussy Riot went through. I mean, oh, no yeah. matter what, no matter what modern Russia is, there's still a lot of old fucking commies there, and they are. Ma- Ma- Molly is trying to outlaw music right now. Who is Molly? Like Russia is so crazy. Russia is the only country that, that invented their own drug known as crocodile. Now, I'm not making this up. K-R-O-C-K-D-I-L. Now, this shit is freaking insane where, where the drug itself is, is derived from codeine additives and whatever else they want to put into it. Now, the drug is, I made it one. No, no, honestly, the drug is so insane with so, I'm, I'm being like dead serious. Visine, codeine, uh, uh, fuel center. Um, <laughs> I'm being dead fucking serious. I know all about the crocodile tears, man. It transforms their skin into like a crocodile. Like, like I'm not, not going to say a crocodile, but the, the, the way a crocodile's skin looks, and feels it, your skin actually becomes that way. Like I'm like, yo, this is the only drug that I see Russia is fucking with, and niggas is becoming crocodiles. And the name of it is crocodile or crocodile or some shit. It's really nuts. But K R O C K D I L. Google it, that shit. You gonna go insane. It 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 is like a bathtub version of formaldehyde that happens to get you high, and 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 it cures your innards. Like Holy literally, fuck. and I, I was like, we have no idea of hell, man. Like you go, you go into the caucuses, uh, you know, into into the into the graveyards of the Balkan Wars, um, you know, uh, and and ex ex Soviet uh, uh, Union. Towns, you know that that used to smell nickel and things of that nature. Um, I mean, they are unimaginable. Like what what JVab's talking about, man. I mean, it is wild, dude. But at the same time, you know, like East Baltimore, West Baltimore, it's not that far off. You know, 
like I could see like Vice have a show in Russia like a uh, about crack, right? Like you know, well, but, but I, I can imagine cro- some I can imagine some of the fucking Russian TV, man. But that crocodile shit is no joke, man. They mix that shit up. And uh, it literally does cure your innards. For the other side, the Russians might be doing some psycho shit, but they make some great porn, man, because they do that some, like, freaky shit going out there. Big up to all the Russian porn makers, man. Like, I'm sorry I got to say that. No, that's... I, I respect that. You know what is what else is funny about about uh, about Russians and the East Caucasus and so on and so forth, about all these people who... Uh, complain about immigration and that, that Obama, and I'm not an Obama fan, but that Obama is uh, allowing people to pour in uh, from the southern border and that we're under a Mexican cartel takeover. It's that two-thirds of our illegal immigrants are from the Caucasus. They're white. They work in the sex trade. Oh, yeah. uh, that's two-thirds. So that means only one-third are brown-skinned, and they actually work in field picking lettuce, um, harvesting grapes, doing all the work, milking cows, doing all the work that none of us would do. None Legal of, jobs. Nope. Yeah, nope. but that none of us would do, you know? Like, we would not have a dairy industry without illegal immigrants. True. Well, that's that's what TPP is for. You don't need one. TPP is is <laughs> is, is so dangerous. <laughs> TPP is like, the death of fucking civilization, man. It's fucking max headroom. Zigzag will will rule the world. All you have to do is go so, back and look at what everything NAFTA promised and the results of NAFTA. Times multiply 100. that by about ten, and there you have the TPP. Because, I mean, the TPP is all about opening up the Southeast Asian labor market. And uh, you, you just can't pay Southeast. people in 10 cents a day in the United States. You know what I mean? Well, it's not even about the products. It's about patents, and it's about who gets the money, and it's about everything like that. So multinational corporations can have access to half the world from one place, and they just fucking rake it in, man. Yeah, they do, because um, I'm watching, I'm watching yeah. this shit every morning. I watch the news Good Morning America, and they show me this, like, fashion bullshit from, like, different gaps and different, like, clothing lines. And they try to bombard us in the morning so we could, like, brainwash us so we could buy this shit. Now, Gap has major companies that manufacture their shit for them, but these people also have sub-companies that don't follow the rules. And yeah. they'd be like India, Malaysia, and I'm watching this shit the other day, and they got little kids hand-stitching with needles and treads, motherfucking gap wears and all kind of shit that's coming back to America that the same people on Good Morning America want Jay Bap to buy. And I'm, yep. not here to, I'm not here to fucking argue with, 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 with the people that, you know, running the show. But, hey, um, that's kind of fucked up, man. Like, like child labor with... with Hand stitching needles and you, you, you telling me the child labor workforce don't even have sewing machines. This shit is even. But you always go to these countries and exploit them for like two cents a day and tell them welcome to America. And give them a thimble and a and a, and a, a needle. 
Not even a machine. Not even a machine. Yeah, this shit was incredible. But um, <laughs> I said to myself, I said to myself, man, the things that 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 countries have to put up with just so they can see themselves, man. That there it goes again, where where one country has a great surplus of something, and for another country to get even a taste of that, you're gonna have to suffer. It. You know, you're gonna have to like go through this like beating dog scenario for us to even feed you. Yep. But and this is the inevitable outcome of capitalism, right? Because at some point, like the bottom, you know, the the the, the lowest common denominator is labor. Like that's the only way you can cut costs anymore, because you've already bought the cheapest materials. You've already, you know, you've leased the cheapest building. Um, you're getting subsidies from the government. Like you, you know, you're doing everything right as a "quote unquote" right as a as a corporation, and you know, and and this other corporation is still kicking your ass, um, and it's about a cent, you know, on 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 the minute that they're kicking your ass. And you say, how can how can I fix that? As a CEO, how, you know, I want to keep my big fat job, my big fat milk wife, my big fat house and everything. So how can I fix that? Um, okay. The labor. That's where it is. It's the labor. I gotta pay insurance on these on these white folks. Uh they have college degrees, you know, so I gotta pay them uh you know, that much more because they have college degrees, et cetera. We're taking this show on the road. We're going elsewhere, you know. And that's what what what, what that's where capitalism is. We're at the lowest common denominator. Where every other uh, every other uh, uh, variable has been cut to the bare minimum, you know. Um, and so the only thing left to cut is is the human cost. And so you find the most exploitable uh, population. And so we've been in China. Um, and now China's gotten, you know, it's it's uh, government together, and they're a little bit more protectionist. And so now we're in Southeast Asia, which is a, you know, a, a archipelago of, of disjointed government islands. Um, and uh, yeah, like I mean, so so you know, how many stores at the mall had shirts made in that Malaysian warehouse? Um, that burned down. We're like, you know, fifteen hundred or I don't know, three thousand people. Something were killed, and like seventy percent of them were under sixteen, sewing with thimble and thread and needle. Outrageous. Okay, well, first of all, you don't get a machine until you're nine. <laughs> that, that sounds fair. Uh, but then I don't like you calling this capitalism because it's not capitalism. No, you're right. It's not. It's corporatism. Yes. It's crony capitalism. It's vulture capitalism, but it's not real capitalism because if we had real capitalism, there would be no multinationals because every country would create their market. And then if somebody wanted to expand into another country, well, that's a big fucking risk because look what happened to Target in Canada. You guys lowballed. You didn't pay attention. We don't fucking like you. Get out. <laughs> and they did. They closed almost fucking 200 and some stores. You guys suck. Leave. That's capitalism. 
That's wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, wait a minute. That's like that's like okay. That's like a bunch of drug dealers, right? Having the same product. Now every custody is going to want to go to the one that's well. They all got the same shit, so everyone is going to want to go to the one that's giving them the lowest price. Now everyone is going to start undercutting each other with the prices. Capitalism. Whoever have the you know lowest shit, I'm going to buy it from them. But eventually, if you're not really controlling the market per se, where you're as a multinational motherfucker, because you have to have an unlimited supply of product in order to give them the lowest prices, the lowest labor work. So they, you're not lying there, Glenn. They, they got to be some form of multinational structure within this shit where these people realize without this form of structure, this this capitalism shit is really going to be like a failure. But there's so many pros and cons to it because communism has a lot of pros and cons. Fascism has a lot of pros and cons. Same thing with um, capitalism. You, I, I don't say to choose one. I just say live your life the way you want to live. I'm a realistic. So I believe everyone is going to do what they're most capable of and what they're not most capable of. I don't got to worry about that. Now, as long as as long as people get the chance, that's all. Yeah. I, well said, Glenn. I think you're right. I mean, you know, and, and believe me, like, full disclosure, like, I, I have the chance to be whatever, you know, I want. But that, I mean, that's why I call myself, an, uh, you know, like a pure anarchist. I don't give a fuck what you do. <laughs> long as, as long as you're not. Yeah, as long as you're not using violence against another person. Yeah, nor do, nor does it infringe upon you know what I need to do to survive and 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 uh, and pursue my right to liberty, happiness, etc. Um, yeah. You know, and I, I like I've and like Jay Vav was moving to earlier. I really I do not get the fact that people worry so much about other people, you know, when their own shit is so fucked up. Like, that is a very odd human characteristic, you know. I mean, everything that can be blamed on me, I blame on me. You know, you you hear what I'm saying? And, like, like that, that, that's like my, my mentality, like accountability, right? Like, we're 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 accountable to our to our actions. Um, we're accountable to other human beings. Um, we're accountable to animals. Um, you know, and it, people find it so easy to write off the most aberrant and 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 disgusting behavior um, because they have no accountability. They don't. They 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 reach for excuses for this and that, you know, and so on. Um, it's my job, um, you know. Yeah, but look at the role models in movies in the last thirty years as compared to the thirty before it. You know, like at one point it was Jimmy Stewart going to Washington and shaking shit up. That was a hero. Yeah. And then in the eighties, it's Gordon Gecko. Don't forget John Lane. You know, so there's there's quite a shift there on what's acceptable. I fight John Lane. You know, I mean, to go from uh, 
Jimmy Stewart in Washington to fucking Michael Douglas ripping everybody off blind on Wall Street, and that's your hero. Okay. But, like, things in popular culture should ebb and flow, right? But we should always have a baseline of, of, of ethics. And, um, unfortunately, like what I just said, uh, is sort of, it, you know, can be used as an argument to like religion or government, right? Like man can't behave without the parameters of, uh, either religion or government. Well, I adhere to none. I'm prone to misbehaving. But yet I behave within the parameters that are acceptable to my own uh, ethical, you know, uh, setup. Um, I, yeah, but I mean, that's the way the whole system is conditioned. I mean, when, you, when you're five years old, you start going to school and you're told that this is how the world works. And your parents send you there because the same thing happened to them. You know, I mean, there is no alternative you right. are you are put onto the production line, and that's the end of it. It's very few in the so-called first world who don't get put on that train. Right, and this is the exact same conditioning that, like, even when people we know who, you know, sort of uh, uh, um, uh, trumpet, you know, the the uh, the tune of revolution. When when all of a sudden a CVS starts to burn, they all of a sudden cry, "Holy hell!" You know. Well, well, I mean, that might have been a stretch. But. Well, no, but I mean that is happening. It is evident, and it only weakens the whole the whole masses against the system. You know. I mean, they love to watch us fight. Yeah. They love to watch us fight. If not, they wouldn't. They wouldn't uh, make sure everybody uh, congregated in in one place. I mean, if we really wanted to revolt, it would be an insurgency, right? We would never all be grouped together in one place. Well, I mean, some some of that footage I saw from from Baltimore, with uh, the cops with the shields and the batons and the helmets, throwing rocks at citizens with nothing, and then. The cops are all running because there's they're outnumbered three to one. You yeah, know? that was beautiful, man. And, and I mean, let me tell you. I mean, honestly, the cops are lucky right now. There's not a couple dozen dead. Baltimore does not fuck around, man. Like, well, t- I mean, cats are strapped in those hoods, man. Those hoods oh yeah. go deep, deep. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a tough town. There's no doubt. But I mean, there's also something else that media is not really mentioning is that the Baltimore police commissioner came there from where? Oakland. Oakland. So isn't that a coincidence? Not at well, all. You know? <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I mean, mean, I mean, in Baltimore, it's always been known as an agitating town. I mean, you go back to the beer riots during Prohibition. Like, Baltimore has always had a soul and a character um, that stood up to, uh, you know, Stood up to the system, and I mean that. I mean, you look at every urban system that did that, and they've been they've been beat down, you know. Well, I think the problem Aww. here. I think Hold the on. problem. Hold on, listen. <laughs> this is my cat. He's about to abuse me. Listen, you guys have to listen. What's up, buddy? What? 
What's going on? <laughs> Are you hungry? Aww. The cat is saying, hashtag Demo City, nigga. We gonna burn this bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so uh, we have about two more minutes left, and I would like to say thank you guys for uh, being on this, and thank you, Anti-Crisis, for uh, definitely making this happen. Oh, no, great show, and uh, Dalek, as always, thank you, my brother, and uh, JVAP, thanks for co-hosting. Uh, oh, you're also welcome, brother. Thank you for having me, guys. Yeah, definitely, man. I think that was a good show, you know, and uh Glenn, uh, what's going on with your show tomorrow night? Tomorrow night, it's all Alberta election. So I'm, this this is uh, Texas North, maybe changing the royal family, and it's going to freak people out if it happens. And uh, whatever happens here will affect the federal election in the fall. Because if Alberta can elect socialists, Har- Harper's in big fucking trouble. And as we all know, Glenn's coming back.